Welcome to the ParentLine Podcast, where we discuss the joys and challenges of modern parenting and explore how we as parents can give our children the best start in life. Hello and welcome to ParentLine Podcast. Um, The topic today is going to be digital declutter, keeping your child safe online. And I'm actually delighted to welcome Kieran, um, who is the Learning and Development Officer at Children in Northern Ireland. So welcome, Kieran. It's a pleasure to be here, Alan. So do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about what you do? Okay. uh, Professionally, I'm a social worker. Um, primarily, I work in the voluntary and community sector, and uh, I am a trainer in uh, mm-hmm. children in Northern Ireland. So I do a lot of training on child protection and areas around child protection. It's a pleasure to be here. This is a very current topic, and it's a topic that got a lot of questions about. It is, and actually, the one of the reasons I wanted to cover this is because we're coming up to the summer, and a lot of kid, kids are out of school, so they're going to be using their mobile phones. Mm-hmm. They're going to be using games and stuff over that, that period, and I guess I, I want this to be practical for parents. So okay. I was wondering if we could maybe go through a few scenarios sure. um, that'll help parents if they have any kind of questions. So the first one, and I guess it's relevant to me as well because I didn't know anything about this. There seems to be, um, you know, an age w- at which children should not be on social media. Can mm. you tell me what those restrictions are? Sure. Most apps will have a, an age limit attached to the app. Um, okay. The problem is it's rarely enforced, you know, yeah. and, and uh, you can sign up to use an app uh, by disclosing your age, and there's no real yeah. check. Uh-huh. Most apps that, that would be familiar with Facebook, for example, yeah. will have an age limit of 13. Right. So 13 before a child can consent to the sharing of their information within the app. There are other apps that are designed towards for younger children. They tend to be game-oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you look at social media use among young people, mm-hmm. for those in primary school, it tends to be game-oriented. Okay. But once they move into big school, it tends to be more about relationship-oriented. So they tend to use apps like Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, where there is more of a relationship with their, with their peers. And those apps tend to have an age limit at 13. Some of the others that are game-oriented, like Roblox, will have a much lower age limit of, yeah. say, 8, and some even down to f- as far as 4. That's really interesting. Mm. I actually didn't realise that it it was 13. So Karen, one of the scenarios I was Mm. thinking that we could touch on today was if a parent has found out if their child has been sexting. Mm. So could you even explain a little bit about what sexting is and what parents can do about that? Okay. Well, the sexting is is this using social media or using digital platforms to share um, indecent images or, okay. or or material that people might find offensive of a sexual nature. And the law basically says that someone under 18, a child basically under the mm-hmm. law, uh, it will be illegal uh, to share indecent images okay. or child abuse images of someone under 18. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't matter whether it's the child themselves sharing it with another child uh, or whether it's an adult sharing the, the, the images. And that causes some confusion for children where the age of consent would be 16. Yeah. Um, so you may have children who can consent to a sexual relationship, but the law says that they can't share information mm-hmm. of, uh, of a sexual nature until they're 
uh, until they're 18. So yeah. that that causes confusion. The word yeah. sexting itself causes confusion as well because children mm. will often use different terms for sexting. So if parents well, what heard, other terms would they be using? Well, a parent heard, a parents heard their children talking about dirts or nudies. Uh, oh, right. You know, so this you know we tend as professionals to talk about sexting, um, mm -hmm. but a lot of young people will use different terms, and some groups of young people will have their own terms for it. Okay. I think it's important for parents to realize that you know this is not an epidemic. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, children will do it and they will share images with each other and share sex with each other but it tends to be associated with groups of children with cultures of children with peer groups mm -hmm. uh, and what's really important is that we don't overreact yeah so in terms of tips for parents mm -hmm. what what could you suggest if they have found out that their child has been doing this i think most important is not to overreact. Okay. You know, um, we have to be calm. We have to be reassuring. We have to be there to support our children. And if my child does something that I find appalling, uh, that goes against my family values, the danger is I react angrily. And what impact is that going to have on the child? They're mm -hmm. going to run away. And if they're going to run away, who are they going to run to? Yeah. Well, they may run to their peers or someone inappropriate that they're relating to online. As a parent, I would much rather they talk to me. And that may yeah. mean I need to swallow my feelings and have an honest conversation with my child about, you know, what they did. I need to be forgiving. I need to be understanding. Mm -hmm. You know, our children are not like us and they're exposed to different yeah. risks, different temptations, different stimuli, and they may react differently than us. Mm -hmm. And we need to be supportive. We need to be understanding. Yeah. Uh, Vivian McConvey, who was the chief executive of VoIPIC, said this really uh, lovely thing one time. I was at a conference and she talked about maintaining a golden thread with children. That no matter what they do or how they might offend us or how they might offend our family values, that we have to maintain that connection. We have mm -hmm. to be there for them. And if I found out my child was sexting, um, I would hope that I would be understanding and reassuring and try and find a solution and help my child find a solution. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's really important we don't drive our children away. We keep them close and we, yeah. and, uh, and, and we forgive them for doing things that we might find offensive. Yeah, that actually brings me in um, really well to the next scenario and it's about you know, children being groomed. Mm. Um, could you maybe talk about that, how that can happen and what parents can do to prevent that? Because that sort of links into you talking about that thread mm. of, um, uh, you know, making sure that your child can come to you and talk about things. Yeah, I think as parents, it's really important that we, we have ongoing conversations with our children about mm -hmm. their activity online and who they're relating to online. And, you know, when we think about relationships, we think about people we know and we can see and, yeah. you know, and uh, we, we can we can socialize with in the real world. But a lot of the relationships that children will form, and indeed young adults will form, are people that they may never have met and they may not yeah. know who this person is. So there is the danger they form a relationship with someone who may have a sinister motive. And, and that takes us to grooming. And grooming is forming a relationship for the purposes of exploitation. Okay. And it is a criminal offence. And, and that exploitation could be commercial, it could be sexual, um, uh, and... and it is important again, like with sexting, that, that we don't overreact, that we, we support our children. And if a, if a child comes to me uh, as a parent and talks to me about who they're talking to online or who they're relating to online, then as a parent, I would like to engage them in a conversation about, well, what are they talking to? Do they know who this person is? Do they know what this person looks like? Do they know what age they are? Because it may be that the child is relating to someone and they've made assumptions. Yeah. about who this person is based on what the, the individual's profile is online, and that might be very different. But grooming really is about 
drawing a child into someone else's sphere of influence and drawing them away from uh, what, what hopefully positive relationships with a parent. So in the ideal world, a child is well attached to their parent mm-hmm. and gets support, reassurance, yeah. uh, guidance, advice, uh, uh, boundaries from their parent. But the person will groom that child and pull them in the, their sphere of influence okay. and maybe drive a wedge between them and the attachment to the parent. And how did they go about that? What oh, lots of do? different ways. Um, it can be about uh, establishing a commonality. Um, right. So the child may put stuff online and the groomer looks at that stuff and goes, I can use that to establish a relationship this, with this child. So the child may put online or put on social media that they just had a fight with their dad. So the groomer will use that as an opportunity to establish a commonality. Uh, I know what it's like. I've had yeah. fights with my dad. You can talk to me. you know. Right. And, and they will draw that child, that child close. They will establish a commonality. And that commonality, commonality may be to do with relationships. You know, I'm attractive, come talk to me. I understand you, come talk to me. I like the same football club as you, come talk yeah. to me. I like the band, come talk to me. And once that relationship becomes established, and in the early stages it can feel lovely for, for, yeah. for the child because yeah. this person is showing an interest, they're showing understanding. But then it may take a different direction and uh, the person grooming may share secrets, may share images, sometimes made up secrets, sometimes made up uh, images or images collected off the web. So they're they're sharing, I suppose, made up vulnerabilities with the child and therefore the yeah. child may feel some obligation to reciprocate. And once a child shares secrets or, or intimacies with the groomer, then the groomer has some control over that child and they, and they can begin to assert that control. So as parents, what we need to look for are changes in our child's behavior. You know, do they okay. flinch when they're, you know, when they're when when their phone buzzes? Uh, yeah. Are they secretive about their phone? You know, are there people that they're not talking to us about? Are there changes mm-hmm. in their behavior that that we may need to pursue and ask questions? But again, in a in an understanding way. Yeah, that that that's amazing. I mm. actually didn't know some of the things there that you, you know, that they use uh, commonality mm. to make the connection, which is. Pretty frightening, I have to say, as a parent yeah. of two teenagers. I think we all do it. You know, when we meet people for the first time, we seek yeah. things that we have in common. You know, uh, what did you watch on TV last night? Mm. You know, where do you hang out? You know, in Northern Ireland, we look for those other cues. You know, what school did you go to? Those sorts of <laughs> yeah. things. You know, so uh-huh. we look at we we create a common space that we can both occupy, and yeah. it's the same in the online world. The, the difference is in the real world, I can see who I'm talking to. Yes. In the online world. You know, I could be talking to anybody, but what I see is the is the profile they want to share. Yeah. So I, you know, I know I don't look it, but I'm like 53 years of age. I could be a 14 year old girl online, and no one yeah. would know. Yeah. You know, can yeah. I just say I'm not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that actually brings me on to um, the issue of the amount of time that um, children, young mm. people spend online. Um, and I was wondering, do you have any um, hints for parents of, you know, if their child is spending too much time online or they do actually recognise that they're being drawn in mm. to an online world and they're not communicating mm. as much? Do you have any advice for parents? I on think that? that's really difficult because, you know, a lot of adolescents, particularly adolescent males, will often become uncommunicative, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and the most you get out of them is a. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. How, how do you sort of differentiate between that then? I think we we start with what what are the expectations within our family in terms okay. of time? What are the boundaries? Uh, yeah. Where do you use your technology? I think it's a real mistake, and this is my personal view, and people may disagree with me. I think it's a real mistake that people are allowed to use their technology, particularly gaming consoles, in their bedrooms. You know, because okay. that, that introduces uh, an element of, of vulnerability.